0: There. Welcome to Two Travel Dads podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Chris. And today we are talking about St. Augustine. Um, we've actually got a couple of episodes for you about St. Augustine, which is the oldest city in the United States. It's true. Um, our first one, though, is all about downtown and what keeps on bringing us back to St. Augustine. I think what keeps bringing us back is
1: that it was um, established in, what, 1565? Yes. Yeah, so
0: that's not what keeps bringing us back, but that's a cool fun fact. Um, no, so we've now, as a family, taken three or four trips to St. Augustine, and um, you know I've been there I think six times. I love it. It's just the coolest city. Why do you love it? Well, let's talk about that. Um, being that it was founded in 1565, it is really old with some really cool neighborhoods. It's I think the only city in the United States that has a city gate. Which is pretty cool.
1: It is really cool. I've got some um, pictures of ghost orbs above those city gates
0: after We're taking one yet. of those We're ghost not there tours. Yet. We'll get to that.
1: Oh, sorry. Giving stuff away again.
0: <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. You so, just have to
1: strike when the moment's hot.
0: Well, strike that for now. Um, so, St. Augustine. It is located in North Florida, just south of Jacksonville. It's about two hours' drive from... Orlando so it is actually like if you're doing a Disney World or Universal trip you can easily take a day trip it's you know got some driving but you can um, pop over to the coast and it's pretty awesome Um, what do you think is the most iconic and interesting thing in St. Augustine well it, it has to be the Castillo de San Marcos I would agree obviously
1: I think it's one of the oldest structures still standing
0: yeah yeah so gosh i can look it up real quick um they gosh when did they start building they start building the castillo de san marcos in hold please 1672 so that is not exactly 300 years ago but yeah no it is 300 years ago what am i talking about it's almost 400 years ago um it's really cool so it is i call it the pirate fort even though it wasn't a pirate fort it was a military fort um it is a really cool place where you can go and see living history, and there's tons and tons of cannons that are awesome. There are some... Do you remember what those... Um, you know, the the guard towers were called?
1: I called them Lookouts.
0: Lookouts, but that is another special name. Anyways, check the show notes to find out what they were called. Um, anyways, it's really, really cool. It's part of the National Park Service. It is... Um, the icon of St. Augustine. You can't miss it. It is right smack dab downtown. Whether you are visiting via the water or driving into town, you're going to see it. You can't miss it. Um, that is our top pick for if you're going to only do one thing in St. Augustine. I wonder if it's a bastion or a no, century tower. No, a bastion is something else. No, it's, it, it's like a guard guardie. I think
1: it might be a century tower of the old fort at St. Augustine. But they...
0: But the guy dressed up like an old Spanish soldier called it something else.
1: Mm. Anyways. Well, I guess we'll have to check the show notes.
0: We'll have to check the show notes because I think we are going to have a disagreement. Or we can Google it. Anyways, the Castillo favorite cool thing. Um... Moving right along, though, um, the big thing is that it's Sebastian too?
1: Sorry, yeah, the interior of the San Carlos Bastion lookout tower at the Castillo de San Marcos National okay. Park. I, I don't know, I'm just finding lots of references.
0: Just put your phone away because it's not helpful. <laughs> I want to move on from the Castillo. Are you can we move on? <laughs> I think we can, um, except for the, the cannons
1: are very cool, and what's really amazing about them is they're all original, and uh. And they have such a beautiful patina on them after being around for so many years out in the elements. So they're, they're really amazing. The kids love, uh, love to learn about them because they just have um, different size cannons that can be used. Um, and the rangers are really great about telling you about uh, <laughs> their different purposes and uses.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to move on. <laughs> I can edit that out later. There's no
1: reason to edit out a patina. <laughs> that word has a use. I know. It sure In the right situation. It sure does.
0: Um, anyways, so St. Augustine is a really cool city to visit with kids. It's cool as an adult, um, especially if you're into history. But with kids, it's extra neat because of things like the fort, the Castillo, and um, that pirate and treasure museum, which we, after several attempts, we finally made it through with the kids. The first attempt ever was... Um, Horrifying and a tiny bit embarrassing. There was a lot of screaming and tears. we and just ran through. We literally ran through like and a like screaming
1: child on our shoulder. Yeah,
0: we were pushing through people trying to get out because kids were screaming. And anyways, it's actually really cool and it's where you can see the original Jolly Roger flag, you know, the school and crossbones flag, and lots of cool film stuff from the Goonies and what else did they have? Oh, and Pirates of the Caribbean. Dub. Yeah,
1: Pirates of the Caribbean. Lots of different pirate-themed yeah. films.
0: Lots of cool stuff, but. Uh, what? what
1: I what I liked, and I think what the kids like too, is that you can light a, a fake cannon, basically. So there's a couple of cannons inside, and
0: uh, and you can light them and have them explode. Which you know, nothing like having a job. cannon explode inside and shake your chest mm-hmm. because that's fun. <laughs> but no, super cool. Um, that's one of the best things to do in St. Augustine with kids for sure. Um, but right next door to it is also the Colonial Spanish Quarter, which if you're into loud things exploding. Um, musket demonstrations, we've gotten to have a couple of them. And blacksmith demonstrations, lots of mm-hmm. loud things that kids love.
1: Well, and, I, and again, what's so cool about um, all of these different places is that they're so close to each other. So when you go to the Castillo, it's just a short, like, two-minute walk or something right to the uh, Pirates Museum. And then from there, it's just another short walk right to yeah. Uh, yeah. Living History. In space. fact,
0: the Pirate Museum is um, on Fort Alley. That is its street because it's directly across. It's across the street. <laughs> yeah. Um, and all of this is located right off of St. George Street. That's the the main walking thoroughfare in St. Augustine. It um, is not cobblestone. It's brick. And um, the thing that makes it so cool, and we learned this on the, the Colonial Quarter Tour, was it used to be um, when people would build their houses, you couldn't enter the house from the street. You had to enter a courtyard and then you could enter a house so saint george street is just it's a lined this how would you describe it the street is lined with walls lined with buildings well it's lined with buildings but there's walls with windows so mm-hmm. it's i don't know it's just well because there's
1: gates there so you have to access the basically the, the little courtyard to gain access to the um the homes and the businesses back there so um, as you're walking through, that's how you access all the different structures and things like that, so and That's it's pretty neat.
0: Actually, one of the things that makes a lot of the restaurants and shops super cool, and we'll get to restaurants too, um, is that they all have great courtyards for outdoor dining or sitting and enjoying a beverage because that's how it was built um, back in the 1600s. But then also um, the city burned down in 1702. So it was all reconstructed in 1702. So nice new construction that um, is beautiful. So, um, But with St. George Street, I, you started to talk about it for a second there, and then I made you stop. Um, have you been on St. George Street at night?
1: Oh, yeah. I, I took a, um, uh, a ghost uh, tour and um, got to go down St. George Street through the cemetery, um by some of the old churches and through the city gates and learned a lot about the history in the area and some of the places that people feel are haunted.
0: Did you see any ghosts? I did
1: not see them, however, I guess my pic- my camera captured pictures of them
0: um, at the city gates. photography.
1: Because yeah, that's a new Google um Uh, camera feature on the pixel. No, it's not. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. They just have (laughs) astrophotography. Astro. Okay. Um, But uh, no, just some orbs that were captured, and I was told that that could be potentially spirits. They were not there when I was looking through the camera, but they were there on the picture.
0: Good times. By the way, we're recording this on Friday the 13th, so that is not related to any of that, but that's not a movie about spirits, is it? No. Never mind. Okay. Moving right along. Somebody hasn't seen the movie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never going to see that. Uh, So, would you recommend doing the ghosts and gravestones tour? Oh, I totally recommend doing the ghosts and graves.
1: uh, uh, Was it gravestone, graveyard? What was that? Ghosts and gravestones. Ghost and gravestone tour. I would highly recommend that. Um, And I think there's also another one where you stop by pubs.
0: There is a ghostly pub crawl.
1: I think that one would also really be amazing. I didn't do that one. If you get a little um, bit
0: drunk and then you're walking through the town, do you think you would see more spirits? Potentially. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Kind of, you know, opens up your horizons a little bit.
0: Okay. <laughs> Good times. Uh, and if you check our show notes, there's some information for booking one of those awesome tours, which I did not go on because I'm not into ghosts, but Chris really enjoyed it. And yeah. <laughs> and I, think I it wanted was, to have a sighting. I feel like... If I'm, actually I'm thinking about the pictures, uh, you had a costumed guide, yeah?
1: Oh yeah, he was, a, he was costumed. He, I feel like he was an employee at Flagler, not employee, but a student at Flagler College. Um, and But he just knew a lot of history about the area. Um, awesome. But yeah, he was in costume and he had a lantern. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a great transition, a great segue. Because the next thing that is kind of the must do for um, downtown St. Augustine is touring Flagler College. I'm so glad you think that's a must-do now. So, okay, so we were just in St. Augustine. And I had wanted to be there, like, visit before. But then I was like, no, we go on a lot of tours. I don't want to go on another tour. You want to go to the beach. I always want to go to the beach. That's, like, that's what I live for. But so, anyways, we took the time and we went over to Flagler College, which used to be the um, Hotel Ponce de Leon. Um, It was built by Henry Flagler in 1888. And just took... 18 months to build, and it is... Which is really impressive for that time. And if you see it, wait, not if, when you see it, um, it is one of the most ornate buildings I've been in. And it's really... It's beautiful. It is absolutely remarkable.
1: I mean, just seeing it from the outside, I just needed to go see the interior. But also knowing it has one of the largest collections of Tiffany Glass.
0: Yeah. And so just like the Ghosts and Gravestones tour was led by a Flagler College student, um, the... Um, Flagler College tours are also led by students so um, you're getting both some great history and you get to actually hear you know what it's like to go to school and have lunch surrounded by Tiffany glass and everything gold leaf and it's fancy and
1: the original Tiffany blue
0: and the original Tiffany blue is there as well which is a little bit different from the Tiffany blue that you know today it's cool Anyways, it's definitely worth taking a little over an hour out of your day when you're visiting to go on a tour. I was genuinely impressed and so glad we did it. And even the kids had fun. And, oh, they
1: were fascinated. Yeah. They could have stayed all day in the rotunda finding all of the different uh, images that represented many different things. But uh, It's the
0: fanciest scavenger hunt they've ever been on.
1: This is true, fancy scavenger hunt. But I will say the other cool part about the Flagler College, so in addition to the Tiffany glass and the Tiffany blue, um, was that Thomas Edison original clock that was in the women's parlor room. That was absolutely gorgeous. Um, of course, it's only, you know, correct twice a day, um, but uh, it was just extremely beautiful. It's broken, they can't fix it. Um, it's in the largest- um,
0: It's set in the largest single piece of white onyx. Yeah.
1: And so even the Thomas Edison Foundation was like, just let it be. Yeah. We, we're not gonna help you fix it. Um, just enjoy it the way yeah. it is because um it's it's a piece of history and you don't want to ruin it.
0: Yeah, there's a bunch of amazing art and architecture to see um and direct directly across the street from Flagler Col- I can't speak Flagler College is the um Leitner Museum, which again it used to be another hotel <laughs> and um at the Hotel Alcazar, now it is this beautiful museum with an awesome cafe that is sunk down into the old swimming pool, and um, yeah, if you're going to be doing Flagler, you can just walk across the street and do the Lightner as well. Good times. Um, a couple other quick things to hit up while you're in St. Augustine. Um, the first one being the old jail. It's um, just outside of downtown, not not like. Very far. You could walk there if you wanted to. Um, it's right next to Ripley's, believe it or not, which I'm not going to tell you to go there necessarily. We didn't go. <laughs> um, but the old jail is pretty cool, and I think it was pretty darn creepy. Um, it has everything from ball and chain to stocks to cages that people were kept in. Um,
1: well, lots of people were hung there.
0: Yeah, there's, they tell a lot of stories about hangings.
1: Well, it's part of the ghost
0: tour too. Uh, oh, see, there you go. St. Augustine is really cool, but it's also there kind of is, creepy.
1: Well, there's a lot of history. We're going to have to promote this podcast
0: there. around Halloween when everybody's looking for creepy things. Good times. Um, and also next to the old jail is the um, original, the one and only Fountain of Youth. No look on his face right now. Well, uh, I drank it. You got older.
1: I've grain my beard. I know, but they have. I don't think it's supposed really... to make
0: you younger. I th- I think it's supposed to help prolong your life.
1: Oh, I was gonna say if also maybe it, it it helped me be very giddy about the beautiful peacocks that I saw there.
0: There were peacocks everywhere. There was peacocks in the trees all there around. There was
1: an albino us. peacock. Peacock there.
0: A peacock. A peacock. <laughs> yes, there was. Anyways, it's another cool spot to do. Um, you can get to the Fountain of Youth and basically every sort of site in the downtown area um, on a trolley tour. So they've got a couple different companies who run trolley tours. There's the Old Town Trolley Company there is, or Trolley Tours. There is the Red Train, which is um, operated by the Fountain of Youth. Um, yeah, so a couple different options. You can catch them, hop on, hop off. Instead of doing the double-decker buses, um, they've got trolleys. So it's an easy way to explore all over St. Augustine. And there's more info about that in the show notes. So if that's something you want to find out more about, pop over to there. But um, I know that was fast. And we actually covered a lot of cool things to do directly downtown. Um, We've got a couple other podcasts coming up with um, information about the beaches and other cool historic sites in the area. But um, the reason we sped through that is because Chris really loves to talk about food. And, um, yeah, now we're gonna give some recommendations for our favorite foods that we've eaten in downtown St. Augustine. What do you want to talk about first?
1: Hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think I, I really enjoy it, and we've been there a couple times now. There's the Teperina de, de la Caballo, which is off St. George Street really great Mexican restaurant they've got um wonderful coffee. Is it Mexican or is it Spanish well, food? Oh, I guess it could be Spanish food.
0: It is Spanish food. Um sure. With Cuban notes.
1: Cuban notes. I didn't catch on those. But they have great sangria <laughs> and uh, and margaritas and um and this last time that I was there I had a very delicious salad but the food is very fresh. It's very delicious. Um and it's in this beautiful courtyard. Um,
0: the courtyard is actually a part of the, um, colonial quarter.
1: That's right. Because you can hear the musket fire. Yep. (laughs) Um, but, um, I don't have the menu pulled up in front of me. I wish I did, but, um, you can go check it out. And, uh, but I highly recommend going there. The food,
0: as I mentioned, is very fresh, very delicious. Yeah. Um, great flavors for being smack dab in the middle of a tourist area. It's fantastic and not what you would expect.
1: Well, and you get value, I think for what you spend. Yeah. Um, and which you don't always get when you're going to a, a very tourist destination in a place that you think you might get like Disneyland food.
0: Yeah, no, this was absolutely fantastic. Um, and across the, across the little St. George Street from that is, um, was the Spanish Bakery. We actually, we hit up that right before we left on our last trip and it was awesome. There's, so it's literally is a small, tiny little house and um, they sell empanadas and soup. And there were some other pastries there too, but the empanadas. Well,
1: yeah, there are empanadas and, and soup, and but of course for the kids they had, um,
0: oh, hot sausage dogs, the sausage rolls, <laughs> yeah. and
1: those were delicious. And of course the kids love them. Yeah. Um, so they have something there for everybody, which I think is amazing.
0: And I thought that the true winner. So I think what was that? It was like a it was a sweet potato turnover that I had, um, but they also have this really wonderful. Daddle pepper sauce, um, which when you're in St. Augustine, it's everywhere. Yeah, daddle peppers are the thing. So um, you'll have to check out the blog post that we've got all about uh, the best places to eat in St. Augustine because we get more into it about the daddle peppers. But um, they have this wonderful, sweet kind of smoky, really unique kind of tangy hotness to them. I don't know, is that a good description?
1: Yeah, they're. Yeah, they're sweet, they're tangy, they're hot, um, and but what's interesting about them is um, they're really just found in St. Augustine area. Um, yeah, I've never seen really them really grown there. That's the the one place where you'll find the daddle pepper. Yeah, I've never seen them anywhere else. The majority is produced there in St.
0: Augustine, and it makes it really special because the foods that you find in all, all kinds of different restaurants. Will often come with some sort of dattle pepper sauce or dital yeah. peppers.
1: Well, and it's even part of I think it's part of the Menorcan culture that mm-hmm. you know, first was you know that were residents there in, in St Augustine. You'll find it in their the Menorcan chowders. There's dital peppers in it, um, but a lot of different dital
0: pepper yeah. sauces. So a little bit more history that actually totally explains the food culture is that um, as the colonies were being settled, both by the English to the north and then the Spanish in Florida and down in the Caribbean um a lot of indentured servants were brought over including uh, including um from the island of majorca and from majorca they you know brought their menorcan um cuisine and everything um which it what what what's your favorite of i think if what is it you get everywhere we go you're always like i want chowder, chowder. oh it's the menorcan chowder that's what it is it's just, it's just chowder and okay. it's it's not necessarily clam chowder is it? it's like mixed seafood kind of mm, mixed me no it's chowder?
1: it's um well it depends i'll just get the chowder because I, I love clam chowder or seafood chowder and so i was able to try three different chowders this last time that we went and they were all delicious it's hard to pick a, a favorite do you remember what was your favorite no it was hard to pick a, a favorite um because they were all delicious okay. um but we had i know we had uh we're, i had some at Meehan's we had i had some at the reef Um, And I think also at the Columbia, which is uh, another great um, restaurant there in downtown St. Augustine.
0: Well, then let's talk about the Columbia, because I love the Columbia. I've had lunch there. I've had dinner there. I've had drinks there. It's my favorite. I love their um, 1905 martini that is just like a straight-up martini with um, like a fluffy Spanish cheese stuffed olive. It's delicious. And I could have lived off of that, but that wouldn't have been healthy. Um, But I feel like when we went there for dinner this last trip you had some sort of it was like a platter that was a spattering of all kinds of cuban food and... yeah
1: because it's it's definitely a cuban restaurant and um and what i did have had uh, it was just a, a platter of all things uh cuban and uh, it was very delicious it gave me an option you know it, it allowed me to try many different things um, so it was, um, I think, it, La Completa Cubana is what it was. So um, it had some roasted pork, from um, uh, boliche, an empanada de picadillo, which was really delicious, some um, plantains. Um, it had some yucca, which I found out I wasn't a really big fan of, but they're really delicious black well, beans Well, because yucca is almost just
0: kind of like potato, yeah?
1: You know, but I guess some people really like it. Hmm. So, um, but, you know, I'll always give something a try. Um, and... Uh, uh, even though I, I might not like it, um, but um, but yeah, I know that was really delicious to be able to try so many different things um, and the kids they really loved um, they have a great kids' menu and even on the kids' menu they had a, a Cuban sandwich
0: um, and the kids loved their Cuban sandwich. what's not to love you get you get cheese and pork and pickles and mustard it, it's like their favorite foods all combined so but yeah, super cool. So the environment
1: fun. is really great. We had the most amazing server. It's yeah. like, sometimes in you to you, you'll, you'll just like get this, you know, you'll, you'll remember your server
0: and uh, sometimes for good reasons, sometimes for bad. Well, but, exactly. But but, I, oh. I even remember her name. Her name was Danica. Our server, Danica was remarkable. And you could tell that she was just as passionate about the food as everybody else who's been there a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> and I
1: had, I, and I remember the, the last drink, cause I had two The last drink of, Made it sound like I had many. Uh, the pepito, <laughs> I had the pepito, which was um, a delicious cocktail they had um, that had a, a tequila, um, this uh, orange liqueur, uh, and uh, cucumbers and lime juice. And all of the drinks are like shaken and poured at your table. Um, but it was a super delicious cocktail, and they had, you know, they have a really great cocktail menu. If you're interested in those things, yeah,
0: it's it's a wonderful spot. Um. Gosh, there's so many great restaurants that we've been to directly downtown. Um, I think the other one that I wanted to call out was um, the Chatsworth Pub. So there's, you know, check out the blog and you can find out everything else that we love. But the Chatsworth Pub was the last one I wanted to make sure we chatted about. Oh, chatted about the Chatsworth. Um, It's directly across from the marina downtown. And what I enjoyed about it so much was it is dark. It is very... 18th century and it was much it was it was definitely it was a hangout
1: it was a like, hangout and i think what i really liked about it is well so backing up we went there uh on a whim uh while trying to find a place to grab a, a quick bite and a drink um while we were waiting to take a, a boat ride to go see what do they call it uh Nights the, nights lights. Lights. Nights lights, the Nights of Lights. I love the Nights of Lights. And so everybody's in town. It's like the the biggest day of the year. And so every place was packed. But um at Chatsworth, um they were able to find us a spot. There were like 6 of us. Um and we were able to squeeze into this place and and order some appetizers and drinks and uh, their
0: soft pretzel appetizer was the best soft pretzel I've eaten in my entire life.
1: Could have been because we were kind of hungry, but I do agree. <laughs> it was really the best pretzel. Um, and, uh, and and the, the drinks were delicious, and I loved the glassware that they came in. I know it sounds kind of silly, but uh, the glasses were, were beautiful. and Just the service was great, um, and it was a beautiful spot.
0: Yeah, so know that we've got a whole bunch more to share about the St. Augustine area. Like I keep saying, check out the blog to find out more about our restaurant recommendations and stuff
1: I do just have to throw in a quick plug for Hippo oh because when it's really hot you need a Hippo Popsicle okay I guess that's it Ice Pop
0: is that what it is they're called Ice Pops because Popsicle is a specific brand (laughs) Mm. so they're Hippo Ice Pops
1: oh god a Hippo Ice Pop yeah
0: so real quick now that we're on that Also on St. George Street, there's this little shop that unless you are looking for it, because it has that courtyard side entrance, you don't see it. (laughs) But it is Hippo Ice Pops. That's H-Y-P-P-O, like Hippolyta, because there's Hippolyta Street right there. Um, And they are just these awesome handcrafted, handcrafted, fresh ingredient ice pops of all sorts. Like, not just like fruit, but everything. I had a salted caramel with peanut butter and coconut. And coconut, and it was amazing. And Elliot had something that was really messy. Probably chocolate. No, it was strawberry or something. It was something red, Mm. because he looked like he had been eating humans. (laughs) Good times. Anyways, though, um, really, really wonderful spot. Good idea. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah,
1: because it gets really hot there, so it's nice to go enjoy um, uh, an ice pop. I don't hear people say that that often.
0: But that's what they are. They're ice pops. Anyways, so, um, yeah, check out the blog. Find out everything else that we recommend in the downtown area. And then tune in for our next episode because we are going to talk about St. Augustine Beach and then the beaches of the Pontevedra area, which is just north of downtown. Um, So much more to share. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. All right, see you guys. Bye. Two Travel Dads podcast is written by Rob and Chris Taylor and produced by Rob Taylor in Suquamish, Washington. If you would like to be a guest on the Two Travel Dads podcast or would like to sponsor it, go ahead and visit us at bit.ly B-I-T 2TDwork.